and by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us go to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 17 from verse number 37. The Lord rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord will be with you. Then Saul dressed David with his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. David first Fastened this on his sword over the tunic and tried to walk around because he was not used to it. I cannot go in this, he said to Saul, because I'm not used to them. So he took them off. Meanwhile, the Philistine with his shield barrier in front of him kept coming to closer to David. He looked David over and saw that he was little more than a boy, glowing with health and handsome, and he despised him. He said to David, Am I a dog that you come with me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. David said to the Philistine, You come against me with a sword and a spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. This day the Lord will deliver you in my hands, and I will strike you down, and I will cut off your head this very day. I will give your carcass of the Philistines to the birds and the wild animals. And the whole world will know that there is God in Israel. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that now David, uh, he talked about his experiences. When Saul was saying that, no, David, the Philistine that you're about to encounter, is not just a civilian. He has been a soldier from his youth. He grew up a warrior and he has won many battles. That's why he's doing the way he's doing. That's why he's saying what he's saying. And David, by this time, I'm sure he has never killed anybody. He was not a soldier. He was a civilian. But he was a civilian who had a relationship with God. And God was preparing him, like what we talked about last night, with the lion and the bear. And the lion and the bear experience gave confidence to David. Gave confidence to David that, I know I've, I've not fought. I know I've not killed anybody. I know I've not fought any battle. But I fought the lion and the bear. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. 
I want to say to you this afternoon, don't despise the, the small responsibilities that you are given. Don't despise those small responsibilities that you are given. It's what prepares you to take a bigger responsibility. Amen. Then that's why in order for God to develop David's faith, David's confidence, he, he let him go through the lion and the bear experience. That was the only thing that David knew. He was not a warrior by this time. But he had a confidence based on the experience, based on what he had seen, what, what, and what and where God has taken you through. Then the experiences and the places where God has taken you, treasure that experience. Don't despise that experience. What that experience is doing is giving, is just a stepping stone to prepare you to the place where you have to be. To prepare you to the place of a, a, a bigger responsibility. To the place of a bigger victory. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Some people, you know, they wonder, okay, why do you talk about the pain is gone, the small pain is gone? It, it starts there before you, you perform a bigger miracle. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. You start with a small thing. And let me tell you this. This is actually what happened. Many people don't, don't realize it. Even big sicknesses, they've got small symptoms. Amen. What? Big sicknesses have got what? Small, small symptoms. symptoms. No sickness that big. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. No sickness that what? Start big. Big sicknesses, they start with small symptoms. Then later it becomes a big, big system, sickness. Amen. Big problems sometimes they start with small symptoms. Amen. Big problem they start even you know before a house falls sometimes it starts with a small crack. Amen. You know, when you are dealing with failure, most of the time you begin if you want to prevent a failure, you stop it from a crack. Amen. A Crack, that's where the biggest failure of a structure began. Hallelujah. And everything big starts small. Amen. Then don't despise the small responsibility, the small place of start beginning. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Then it's like that. Most of the people, when they begin to, to hear about a big sickness, is when the doctor told them, that, no, this is a terminal disease. But why is it a terminal disease now? Why is it terminal? They, when it was still small problem, they despised that pain. They despised that small symptom. But if we can start, stop it when it's still small, it is easy to stop it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. 
then some people, they do a mistake and they wait that for that small problem to be big. Now they say, I think now I need God to solve this because the doctor cannot solve this. But we must begin to, to trace things when they are still small. And we stop it when it's still what? It's still small. Hallelujah. You know, when the situation is still small, when the problem is still small, you still have got faith to stop it. But when things have deteriorated, hey, that's when you even the person, the person himself or herself does not even have a faith to stop that big problem that it has been, that big sickness that it has been. But we must trace when things are what? Are small. Then that's why to the life of David, he valued those small, those things that seems like it was a small miracle. It was a small victory. And he have a confidence on, on God when now he's standing before what? Before Goliath. Hallelujah. Amen. When you stand before Goliath because you have trusted God to deal with a bear. He have trusted God to deal with a lion. Even when he said, even though I've never seen, I've never faced a giant. But the same God, even that day, I have no experience to face a lion. I had no experience to fight a bear. It was my first time. And also this time, even though it's my first time, I will do what? I will face a Goliath and Goliath will fall down. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible said that soul, say that, hey, David, just try, try my garments. Try my armor. Put on my armor and face Goliath. The Bible said that when David fit on the on the source comment, it was very big. It was very heavy. He said, no, I can't fight with this. I'm not used to this. If I face Goliath like this, I'm not going to win. I'm not used to this. Amen. Hey, then don't, spy, don't despise where you have to start small. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Don't despise Amen. that experience that you are getting between the lamb, the ships. Is that experience and that system that you're going to also use when you go to the bigger responsibility? Amen. When they despise you and give you like a responsibility that you look at, you think, ah, what am I doing here? Don't worry, develop systems. Amen. Develop what? Amen. Develop system. Have your system to solve problems. Amen. That the day that you have got a bigger responsibility, you will use those systems to solve those problems. Hallelujah. Amen. Then it was the same thing. David had his own system. The system of a sling. The system of what? Of a sling. That even when they give him a big software, hey, <laughs> the big software that Saul was using, which he could not solve Goliath himself. But said, David, use my big, big software. David said, no, I, I can see you have got a big head. I can see you have got a big sweat. 
I can see you've got a big shield. But if I go to Goliath like this, I'm not used to it. Amen. And he begin to use his sling. And the Bible says that as he approached the Philistine, the Philistine he thought maybe the man who was coming after him was very big. The Philistine thought the man that was coming after him was having a big shield, was having a big armor bearer. He found a boy not even holding a sword. He found a boy just holding a sling. And the Philistine Goliath said, Am I a dog that you come against me with the sticks? Am I a dog? Am, you, can't you see how big I am? Amen. Can't you see how strong I am? Amen. And the Bible said that, David said that. David said that, you come against me, against me with a spear. You come against me with a sword. But I come against you with the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. In, hey, it seems like David was coming with small weapons. It seems like David was coming uh, with a small system. A, a primitive system, you can say. But no, in the primitive system, there was a big God. In a small boy, on a small boy's side, there was a big God. That developed, uh, that developed confidence of David, that developed a faith of David, when David could know that with God all things are what? Are possible. Sometimes I'm telling you, you only need the great God by your side. No matter your size, no matter your experience, no matter what, he becomes your experience. Are you getting what I'm saying? He becomes your big weapon. He becomes your big system. And that's what you must do. When you are faced with any situation, when you have to solve anything, let the Lord go ahead of you. Put your trust upon the Lord. Don't be trusting on the horses and the chariots. Don't be trusting upon the wisdom of man. Your own wisdom, your own strength. Trust upon what? Upon Jehovah. And he will be your way maker in the name of Jesus. Amen. He will be hey, your strength. Amen. Hallelujah. I speak to our life that no matter how big is the challenge coming ahead of you, because of the Lord you will overcome in Jesus' name. Because of the Lord you will do what is impossible with men in the name of Jesus Christ. Because God is looking for somebody who will trust upon him. He has got all the power. He has got all the wisdom. He has got all the strategies. He has got everything. Amen. No wonder the Bible says that the eyes of God are going back and forth. They are going throughout the whole world. Looking for somebody who will dare to trust upon him. Looking for somebody who will not trust upon their strength. 
Let me tell you this. The wisdom on the strength of man are limited. But the strength of Jehovah's Sawat are unlimited. Amen. The moment you now begin to trust upon him, to believe, to complete that task, to execute that project, to do that assignment, to do what you ought to do, he will give you supernatural ability. He will give you supernatural strength. Amen. He will give you supernatural stra- strategies. Amen. Supernatural wisdom. Amen. And let me tell you this. There is a realm of a man and there is a what? A realm of God. A man can only perform to his own ability. As long as he trusts upon his strength and is in, in, in his own intellect. But the moment you trust upon God, you tap to God's dimension. Hallelujah. When the Bible says that with God all things are what? Are possible. What is impossible with men is what? Is possible with God. While the soldiers which were trained, who have won wars, who have defeated many people. When, what, they were terrified. They were getting scared. They were running away. Amen. But a man, young man, a young boy, young boy who was not trusting upon his wisdom, who was not trusting upon his strength, when he trusted upon him, the Bible says, he said that I'm going to come against you in the name of the Lord. And he was about to do the impossible. He was about to do what a man who were trained, soldiers, could not do for 40, day, for 40 days. They were running away from 40 days. But young men with God, I'm saying to you as a child of God to, today, there is no limit in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. With God, impossible does not exist. Stop looking at your Goliath. Stop looking at your challenge in your from your from your own perspective. Let God elevate your perspective and begin to look at that challenge from what? From God's perspective. Amen. Hallelujah. And you will begin to see what an ordinary man could not see. You will begin to think what an ordinary man could not think. Amen. And that's what we are. We are not ordinary. Can you say I'm not ordinary? I am not ordinary. I am supernatural. I'm the child of the living God. I am more than a conqueror. I am more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. Amen. As we wrap up this afternoon, let me tell you this. When you trust upon God, the experience of Jehovah becomes your experience. The strength of God becomes your what? It becomes your strength. The A, the almightiness of God, become the one which you are operating from. Hallelujah. Amen. May you operate, may we operate in this grace in Jesus' name. Amen. 
And if you see things this way and you operate this way, how can you fail? How can you be defeated? Hallelujah. And with that, I'm saying that nothing can stop you in Jesus' name. What others could not achieve, what others were scared to approach, may God, through the power of the Holy Ghost, give you that audacity, give you that courage. Hey, because it takes what? It takes courage. Let me tell you this. There are some of the things that even if you try to do them, Oh, you if whether whether you succeed or not doesn't matter. As long as you have what? As long as you have tried. Amen. Because you had an audacity to start. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Amen. You had a what? An audacity and the courage to start. Amen. You know, Amen. you need to have that courage to do what? To start things. That others are scared of. Are you getting what I'm saying? Just for this young boy, David, to say, I'm going to face God, that that by itself was a miracle. That by itself was a miracle because the giant soldiers who had experienced, they could not dare. They could not think about it. They could not stand. But this young boy, had that courage. May God give you the grace of courage in the name of Jesus. Amen. The grace of that audacity in the name of Jesus. Amen. I remember one time, you know, when I was when I was beginning to preach many years ago, I entered Park Station and I began to preach. Just to preach that place because by that time nobody was preaching. When people were just sitting there preaching to strangers. It took me courage. It took me audacity. Whether there was a one person who accepted Jesus or five of them, it didn't matter. As long as I've tried, it mattered. I don't know what I'm talking to somebody. Amen. When they had begin to preach, I mean, it was, I remember one time when the Lord told me that I was in the text by that time, no car by that time. And God said that, do you know that you can preach in the taxi? I was like, what? Yes, you can preach here and people can receive Jesus. And I had to ask and say, I'm asking to preach. And uh, I speak the first sermon. Oh, and some people gave their life. But just to have that audacity because some of the day there were Sangomas there in the taxi. With the beads. But for me to have that what? Courage to do it. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. You need courage to act for God. You need an audacity to what? To act for God. Hallelujah. Like what this young boy is doing. Ah. Just to say, I'm going to, you know, God, you cannot see sometimes. God, you cannot feel sometimes. And this time, you are acting on God's behalf just to do that. God is giving us that grace in Jesus' name. Amen. 
because it's just lunch for some of you. You are at work. Say, my day is success in the name of Jesus. My day is success in the name of Jesus. Say, my day is a success. My day is is blessed. My family is blessed. My country is blessed. The whole world is blessed. In the name of Jesus. Say, devil, take off your hand. From my day, from my family, from my country, from my everything, in the name of Jesus. Say, I lose angels now. Angels. Bring my harvest. Bring my miracles. Bring my testimony. 